Hi. Hello, Hot Vibes, and welcome back to a recap of Never Let Me Go, episode 10. I watched it yesterday, but while I was watching it, I was also, I was also copy and pasting um uh, all the Sense8 stuff for my baby. So I was paying attention, but also I forgot some of it. So okay. you'll have to remind me, but okay. I'm there. I'm there. Don't worry. <laughs> but damn, can I just say fucking no. Oh, yeah. He went, he was like, I'm done with these bitches. Like every single bit of this episode was him like revenge. I'm going to fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. He went on his little revenge tour back at home. He did. Revenge tour. It was awesome. But we actually start off with Nung in a flashback a little bit. Yes. Yes, we have Nung coming into the bathroom where Palm is taking a bath with the beer from the last episode. Mm. And Nung comes in and he's kind of just like checking up on him, asking how he's feeling. And Nung kind of says like, oh, your mom must have been so proud of you. And Palm's kind of like, not real. Like, I can't even protect her. I can't really protect anyone. And Nung's like, well, don't say that because you protected me that day when my mom got shot. Like, you took me out, you got me away, you took care of me. Mm. And then Nung says that he's the problem, because he thinks that, like, he's the reason everyone around him gets hurt, his parents, Palm's mom, Palm's dad, too, actually, got arrested. Like, God, yeah. he essentially says, like, anyone who tries to help him gets hurt. No. With that mentality, you'll always be lonely. Well, yeah, I think that's what... I think deep down that's kind of what apartment what he wants because he knows that well. He thinks that that's the only way out of it is um yeah. to just be alone, uh, and, yeah. and I hate that for him because I just want to be happy. <laughs> yeah, and Palm says like, "Don't say that because I I still want you, I still have you," and then says like, "You shouldn't. You should go follow your dreams, like go off on your own." And Palm's like, "But you are my dream." <laughs> Ow. <laughs> it's sad because you can almost see like Nung preparing like his goodbye to Palm and like kind of like it, he's kind of wanting Palm to let him go willingly but he also knows he won't which is why he gets the drugs later or a sleeping pill or whatever yeah but he's trying he knows. yeah and then Palm asks Nung to come and bath him so he does he just sits in there with him and it's kind of just there for him. And we cut to present day in the shower with Nung. Probably thinking about that moment. Yeah. Like now I'm alone and now I'm gonna go fuck up some bitches. <laughs> yeah, yep. He gets out of the shower, wipes away the fog and seam on the mirror, and he's ready to go. So this episode is called Me. See, I did not notice that. <laughs> yes. That one I didn't notice, but damn. Yes. And we kind of have a bunch of cuts back and forth where Kit is talking with two, like, maybe business investors or whatever. Yeah. And we also cut the Nung, like, you know, getting all dressed up, suited up, getting ready to go. And he walks into their conversation. Oh. And he's like, oh, do you need anything? Because I'm the actual heir and owner of I the company. I actually own this. This is actually my hotel. So whatever you need, talk to me. Not Yeah. Him. <laughs> Not him. Amazing. I mean, I love how like, he's just walking. I was waiting for him to, like, for Kit to notice him and just be like, fuck. <laughs> just, like, and he, he was. In, he walked in like, I literally own the place. <laughs> BDE, so bitch. BDE. <laughs> BDE. And then it's funny because when Kit's talking with the guy, he's using a translator. But mm. Nung comes in, he doesn't need a translator. He just talks he Mandarin. He's one. like, hey, let's talk one-on-one. Because I can do that for you. Kit can't. No. Oh my god, iconic. Iconic. He literally, all he had to do was just walk up and start talking to him. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, did you need a translator? Oh. <laughs> I don't need one. <laughs> it's so I good. Love. It's, it's, it's so iconic. And then we cut to... Tanya's office that has been Kit's office that will now, we're assuming, will become Nung's office. Get out. It's mine. <laughs> yes. And Kit says, like, where were you? I sent my, my people to come look for you. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I I really actually like that Nung actually doesn't kind of reveal yeah. that he knows that because he's yeah. kind of, like, still playing nice with him, really. I know, but I fucking would have loved it if he went, oh, oh, I know. I saw them. <laughs> we met 
He's also smart enough to know that Kit probably had a backup plan if he did. Oh, yeah. And he'd probably just kill him there. Uh, um, which isn't great. No. Yeah, but Nung does say, like, yeah, I was somewhere safe. Like, I, I'm fine now, but I'm back. I realize I can't run away from my problems. My dad taught me to be self-sufficient, so here I am. And from now on, you don't need to come to work at this hotel anymore. Yeah, don't worry. I got it. <laughs> I got it. So good. You can, you can go. <laughs> it's very, like, just awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> it's BDE. Yeah, I don't know it's, how to it's other BDE else to say Like, none of this episode, really, is just, like, BDE to everyone he talks to with. Him. Everyone. Chopper. Poom. Ben. Like, everyone. He just everyone. walked around. He's like, oh, so good. Everyone. And then the second he sees Palm, he's like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, mood. He's yeah. like, I'm so tired. <laughs> I miss you. But then Kit kind of gets a little mad. He's like, this hotel business is in a game. You could lose everything for us. And I love what Nung says. Like, he's like, yeah, but this hotel business is like my toy. Like, if I break it, it doesn't really matter. But if someone else breaks it, that's when I'm going to have an issue. And, like, also, where do you have the fucking gall to say that? Because, like, he's been conditioned. I know he doesn't think it was because he doesn't think he's worth it. But he was conditioned to take over this company. Like, his dad has been prepping him for that for a bit. Mm. Like, without even, like, going way too far into it. And then his mom, equally. Like, she then took over. And then she would uh, conditionally, like, kind of prep him a little bit. Even though she didn't want him to have to worry about it. But yeah. he, like, he knows what he's doing. It's It's not, it's... It's not a game, you know? He knows yeah. what he's doing. He 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 knows all about the facts and figures and shit like that. He's fine. Leave him the fuck... Leave, go away. <laughs> yeah. So then we see Nung visit a hospital where his mom's at. He talks to the doctor first. And uh, he does say that she's still unconscious. And we'll have to keep monitoring, monitoring her. And that the bullet was close to the spine, so it may affect her nerves and body response. So that's our medical update with mom. Yeah. And Nung does go in and see her and sits with her. And he says he's has nobody left. Oh my god, poor Nung. Yeah, I, I do love when he says like, please wake up. It doesn't need to be right now, take your rest, but just please eventually wake up. Yeah, take your time, don't rush it, but I need you. <laughs> because he's alone. He's alone. He's fully alone. Oh, Tommy cries. <laughs> And he does say, like, you don't have to worry about me anymore. I learned a lot when I was in hiding. He did. He did. Uh, and yeah. honestly, it shows. Like, the way he's walking around, not just with the BDE, but he seems more sure of himself. And he seems more put together. And I think I think Time Away did him a load of good. <laughs> it did, like, because, I mean, we see a little later with, in some of the flashbacks that we didn't see before in the island, mm -hmm. is that he did learn a lot on his own. Like, he had to fend for himself a lot. He had to do his own thing. He had to pull his own weight. Yeah. And he learned a lot how to be more independent and how to really, like, do things on his own without help from anyone. Absolutely. He definitely grew on that trip. And yeah. became even a better person of that he is now. Like, even, like he, he did need to learn some things. And I think not even just being with Pom, but just being away and being on his own kind of over there, it definitely helped him. Like, a whole mm. lot. Now yeah. I think he's even more capable to run the company. Like, Oh, yeah. He was capable before, but now he's even more capable. So then that night, Nung returns to Palm and Nan's old room. I think part of him was kind of hoping that maybe Palm was there because he, like, knocked. Didn't he knock? Yeah. Did he yeah. knock? I feel like it. I can't remember. He did something where it was like, oh, did he think he was, they were there or something like that? Uh, give me two seconds. What's happening? He does knock. He does knock. Yeah, I think part of him, like, not only was being polite, but part of him kind of hoped that either Palm was there or maybe Non got out of prison. Someone was there, so he wasn't alone. Yeah, he was hoping, but... But no one no. was in there, no. no. All his stuff is still there, though. Yeah, he goes to Palm's um, basketball jersey, where it's number 13, which you know is a bad number, meaning death. So... Or it's a Taylor Swift lucky number. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Swift lucky number, but um, I guess in um, Mandarin, it's bad. Do you have a lucky number? 
No. A favorite number? 69. <laughs> I swear to God. My mom just. No, oh, hold on. 69 and 7 because that's my birth month. My my mom just turned sixty nine, so that's kind. Of, I was like, "Well done, you're the funny number," and she's like, "Thank you." Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, mine is two because one, it is my birth month as well, but also yeah. being born on the twenty first is like two two one, so there's two twos, and whenever two shows up, I'm just like, ah, two. Like I I don't know why, but like, it's like a br- the if I'm seeing all the numbers written down, two is like slightly brighter, like it's like outlined, like you know, yeah. in my brain. So I think two is mine. <laughs> so then, while Nung looks at the jersey. He gets a flashback to the island or the beach when they were there, and they were doing their own laundry. Yeah, and he's like, "I've never really done my laundry before." Yeah, which again, we show that he is learning how to do things on his own. Yes, he is. Yeah, and Pom's like, "Your shirt looks familiar," and Nung's like, "Yeah, can I wear my boyfriend's shirt?" Ooh. <laughs> and then he smells it because it smells like him, and he says it smells nice. Oh. Like, this is the, this is like the, oh, this is cute kind of smelling of the shirt, where I was like in the eclipse and <laughs> Aqua smelling, <laughs> smelling Ion's shirt that one time on the bleachers when Ion walked, Ion walked, it was like, what are you doing? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that one was weird. But like, this is like the cute side of that. <laughs> yeah, because they're together and Nung even explains it. He says like, it's like they're the study that showed that like the sun of people that we love helps us feel more relaxed. Ah, I like that. I really like that. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, true, because I when I went to the UK, my um aunt, like it was the first time I went to the UK, I think. She was like, "Oh, let me uh, do you have some laundry to throw in?" I'm like, "No, I'll wash it when I get home." She's like, "No, let me throw it in. Let me throw it in." So I was like, "Okay." And so I gave her some of my clothes. And when I went home, I like put on like one of my, the hoodies that I had, and it spelled like their house, like their laundry detergent, I guess, mm-hmm. well, you know. And I was like, <laughs> Like, I want to go back. Like, like it was just, it's a nice thing. I would just sit there and go, whenever I missed, like, the UK, I would just smell my sweatshirt. And I, I never put it on again. Because if I put it on, I'd have to wash it. And I'd have to wash the smell. Hmm. So, it brings, like, comforting, I don't know what it is about scent, but it brings, like, really comforting vibes. Depending on I'll the be scent. honest, I don't know if I can relate with scent. Really? No. I mean, I don't really, like, smell things that remind me of, like, people or things or stuff that much i don't either that was like the only example i can think of yeah i can do it with like taste like i know like with like fresca like i remind me of my grandparents because they used to always have ball at their house that mm-hmm. I, I can do it with that but not so much with scent really i think it's the only one i have with scent and usually i'm not very good at smelling a lot of things like i there are certain smells people go do you smell that and i'll go no. like <laughs> i doesn't happen often but I have, like, four candles in my room. So scent, for some reason, like, there are some scents I just adore, and so I'll just buy five different... I have all the sweet candles, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. I don't even have the, like, the nice, like, woodsy ones. I just can't do woodsy smells. But I don't know what it is with scent. Like, I have a weird relationship with scent. <laughs> hmm. Depends. Yeah, so then Nung says that he wants to try doing his own laundry by himself. Because Pom's like, oh, you should go read a book. I'll do your laundry. And he's like, no, I want to try it myself. Let me do laundry. I can do it. I swear. Yeah. And they do the laundry together. And he also keeps smelling palm. And he's like, your scent helped me relax. So I keep smelling you. And then we keep cutting back and forth a little bit. And we see him present day. He does sniff his jersey. Trying to relax him. He's the comforting scent of his boyfriend. Yeah. That's so sad. (laughs) And then he sleeps with the jersey in the bed. Fair. Yeah. But then we show up at school. Oh, bro. When he walked into school, I was like, oh, bitch. BD. BD. <laughs> he walks in. Chopper is there. And he's like, oh, my God, Nung, you're back. I'm so happy to see you. <laughs> and Nung's like, really? Are you? Bruh. I mean, like, yeah, like, obviously he's not on his dad's side. But what, Brett, what Ben brought up is true. Like, he did know about it kind of and he didn't really do anything but does Nung know about that or does he just assume? he does he does well he calls him out on it he calls him out on it but like how does he know that is <laughs> the thing did he talk to Ben but because I don't think he did because he doesn't see him until the music room scene I don't think I think this is the first time he sees him so how do you know about that I mean he probably just assumed like he probably just knew that he probably assumed is what I'm thinking like he's what he's wondering if that's the case because he's not sure if he can trust him he's not sure who he can trust 
Yeah, I think Nung probably knows that Kit is trying to take over the business, and he's also trying to groom Chopper to take over the business as well. Yeah. And so he probably knows that Chopper knew some things, which yeah. is not good when Nung calls him out as being his accomplice. Yeah. Because it's, to be honest, fair. Yeah. Fair. He doesn't fully know who he can trust, and he did kind of know. So, yeah. Uh, that's fair and I think it does kick Chopper's ass into gear of you know what this is not great <laughs> I, should, I, should, I should fix this yeah yeah he kind of just like lays in the Chopper a lot and it it's a mixed reaction because it is sad because Chopper really didn't mean any harm right he tried to stop his dad the best way he could yeah he didn't mean it he also wanted to believe his dad would make the right choice on his own and because he didn't he needs to live with that right because he's like He's not the parent. Like, the parent should be able to make the correct decisions. Like, he shouldn't have to be looking after the adult when he's not the adult. Mm -hmm. So he assumed, you know what? He It should be fine because he should be able to look after himself and make the right decisions. But apparently not. No. Too much too much faith in his father. Yes. And then we're at the pool where Nung is swimming. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I feel like this is also another way of Nung trying to connect back with Palm. Cause we know Palm yeah, I agree. And I, agree. I, I feel like that's why. Also, probably because he has swim class, but like that's another reason I like to think. Yeah, I see that. 100%. Yes. And Poom comes running in. <laughs> I was like, I saw him, he was like, no, you're wrong. I was like, what the, what, who are you and what have you done with this? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? So he essentially is apologizing for everything he did to him and saying that he now understands because his father is getting accused of hiring the gunman that killed Nung's parents, or I guess hurt, shot his mom, or killed his dad. I don't know what exactly he means by this. But he essentially is begging for forgiveness, gets on his knees, and says to help him out, help him dag out of the trouble. Like, he's sorry. He never understood what he went through until now. Well, so now that you're the victim, now that you are being, in quotes, bullied, now yeah. you want to apologize to me. Not because you want to apologize, but because you're the one in harm's way now. Yeah. That's not sus. I don't like it. No. No, no. No. No, no. Mm -mm. I... Mm -mm. Bitch. Little bitch. Little I'll be honest. I, when I first watched it, I was definitely agreeing with you. I was like, this is bullshit. I don't like it. Absolute bullshit. But I'm trying to play devil advocate real quick. Um... It makes sense that people can't really know what they're doing until they experience it themselves. Understandable. Poom, we now learn, is kind of experiencing that. He knows that his dad had, Nung's dad had a bad reputation and everyone hated him for it. Now, Poom's dad has a bad reputation and everyone's starting to hate him for it now, too. So he's kind of realizing the what he did was wrong and what the awful things that happened to him. And... I don't really know what happens with Kuma after this, I'll be honest. Um, but I think if he is sincere in this, and he takes it and he does change moving forward, because Nung does forgive him. He says, like, I'm not forgiving you to help you, but I'm doing this because I am doing this for the people I love. So Nung does let him go and does say he'll help his dad out. Yeah, because I like that because he does say um, he's not in the business of, like, you know, just putting anyone in prison and you know, talking shit against anyone because he doesn't like them. He wants to do it for the justice that it's supposed to be. You know, he's like, I know yeah. your dad didn't do it, so obviously I'm not gonna say that he did. But I do think that it is like a questionable personality trait that he it only is. he only only said sorry after it started happening to him, which means he doesn't have the forethought to go, oh, this is wrong. I shouldn't do this. It only he only thought about it once it started happening to him. It is, but it could also be a good like lesson for him to learn. And if he True. learns and takes this and moves forward with this lesson, he could become better for it. He could realize because Nung says like next time, don't wait till you're a victim to realize you shouldn't bully anyone else. And I think, or I'm hoping at least, because I don't really remember, is that Poom is gonna take this and be like, yeah, you know what, you're right. Like I was awful before. Now that I know how I feel like to be treated like that. 
I'm going to be treating people better moving forward. Like, he kind of learned the whole, like, treat people how you want to be treated type mentality, I think. I hope I hope so as well. It's kind of like in Heartstopper where um, Charlie is talking to Ben and he's like, I, I'm, I'm glad you want to be a better person, but I don't want to be around to see it happen. Mm. Like, well done. Go be a better person, but I'm not going to hang around and be your friend for that. No. Yeah. Because, you know, he was hurt by him. So it's his choice whether he wants to be around him or not. And also, <laughs> um, Pum totally takes that lesson. He goes on to a different school. He decides to move schools. And then, and then. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why he doesn't do it. In the and eclipse. then he's nicer. And then he starts to be a little confused why everyone keeps accusing him once again of doing this shady shit. <laughs> that's exactly what happens. He changes his name and becomes a different person. It's great. <laughs> I love connecting shit. <laughs> so then, in now Nung's office. He's asking his people about the his mom's business plans, and they are explaining the plan that she's planning to renovate the roof and wanted to build a small poolside cafe for a social media check-in. Hell yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah. I'd go. I'd check in on social media. Yeah. Also, I love this scene because it showcases why he's a better um, owner of the company than his uncle would be because his uncle probably be like do this do this do this while nung is like um let's continue to follow the plans i'll go over them and if you guys have any ideas let me know since i've been gone for a bit and i'm not sure how things are still working yes like he gets input from other people and rather than just like orders people around so he's way better already than his uncle oh yeah for sure i mean well we knew that already obviously yeah we knew that already (laughs) he's not murdering people yeah so then (laughs) when they leave Nung have another flashback of him and Palm. More cute shit when they were on the beach. Including a new scene where Nung is telling Palm that Wu paid him for playing the piano at their wedding. Yeah. So he so and, and I guess that's how we learned that he used it to buy a phone or he was gonna use it at the very Yeah, he says like I'm gonna use it to buy a phone. Yeah, so that was that was how he made that money. So that's great. And it is we didn't get to see him like talk about that beforehand, about how that came about, so yeah. Or how that ended. So it's glad to see he got paid for it. That's cool. Paid for his yeah. comments. And Palm kind of just says, like, oh, you're the best. My boyfriend's the best. My boyfriend's the best. I miss them. <laughs> yeah. Not for long. But speaking of, when Nung leaves, he walks down the stairs, and he sees someone who he thinks is Palm, goes over to them, and it's not Palm. I knew it wasn't going to be. I was like, no. His, his back is turned up. The classic fake out. <laughs> yeah. So then he gets in his limo. And he uh, drives away. Poor Nung. Yes. But he also thinks back to where apparently Palm taught Nung how to ride a motorcycle. So now he knows, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nung says, like, oh, if I want to go to the beach alone, I can. He's like, but you're not gonna. I'm gonna be with you. <laughs> yeah, and Palm's like, oh, are you gonna do fun things without me? I'm with you 24-7. Of course you're not going without me. <laughs> I'm yeah. keeping you safe. Um, so Palm agrees to teach him, show them all the ropes, they get on, they drive, Palm teases him and kisses his cheek a little bit. It's cute. It's so cute. It's precious. Yes. Uh, I, I just really love them. <laughs> yeah. So I think we will take a break here, and when we come back, Ben talks to Nung. Yeah. <laughs> Chopper talks with the dad. Yeah. And Palm comes back. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> so we will be all right back after this. And we are back with a recap of what? Never let me go. Episode ten. <laughs> of what? <laughs> yeah. Um. So we are back in school, and Ben tries to go to the music room. They're like, nah, where's your clearance? <laughs> yeah, Nung have like real bodyguards now. They're like, nope, none shall add there. Good. He needs real he he needs like bodyguards he can trust. I mean, Palm is obviously one he can trust as well. But yes, um, the one he's not gonna have sex with. Yes, that's a good point as well. Yeah. Uh so <laughs> it's good that we've got two that are just like uber focused on keeping him safe. Like, no no no, you cannot go play piano, he's busy. <laughs> yes. But Nung opens the door. And he says, like, hey, if you want to come in, like, I can leave. leave. Yeah. But Ben says, no, I want to talk to you. 
He's like, well, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> well, he does because he lets him in. <laughs> yeah, I know. He lets him in. <laughs> and Ben apologizes for everything. He's sorry for blaming him. And I was like, okay, that's it. <laughs> oh, damn. Like, very cold. Well, I... I I, I kind of like the new side of Nung. Like he, I do as well. He doesn't know who he. he I, I think it's because he doesn't know who he can fully trust. So he's just like the strategy is be a dick to everyone. <laughs> well, it's revealed in the scene why. Yeah. He asks Ben, "Is is he apologizing for himself or for me? Because because of you, I think of you as an asshole, and you're the reason I can't trust people anymore when they're being nice to me." Yeah. Which. Damn. I mean, we talked about this a little bit in the last while, but I can relate to that. <laughs> like, why I don't trust people, why I'm not open and friendly towards people, because it's hard to trust. Exactly. It's it's very hard to put your trust in someone, and when you've been, like, betrayed, or that trust has been betrayed in the past, then it makes it even harder. Mm. It, like, piles on yeah. top of that hard. You know? Yeah. And, um, Ben does say, you changed a lot when you were gone, but I am glad that you came back. So, it's kind of an interesting dynamic with them now, Nung. Yeah, I think they're currently on, like, interesting ground where Ben will, they'll, like, occasionally maybe talk to each other, but there's still that little area of Ben needs to earn the trust back. But Nung's not saying, no, you can never earn the trust back. So, it's like they're working towards maybe being friends again or something, but right now it's still, like, a question mark. So, it's not, like, a never. Yeah, I think they've kind of... They're able to be civil with each other, obviously, because Nong's not yelling and screaming at him. Sure. But I do think that... Yeah, I, I think the trust needs to be built back. Yeah. And, and it might take time, and... Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Oh, yeah. But then we have Chopper talking with his dad, and Kit's like, you know, ever since Nong came back, he's been getting on my nerves more and more. And Chopper's like, well, you tried to fucking kill me. <laughs> well, yeah, he's also like, Nung's taking back what was his. Yeah. I'm like, nothing's wrong with that. Like, if someone's getting on your nerves because you tried to kill them, I'd say valid. <laughs> yeah. And Chopper, once again, he's like, he's like, you have no right being mad at him. Like, can you please you stop? His dad's yeah. dead. His mom's in a coma. What else are you going to take from him? Like, yeah, he's having a tough time, bro. Stop. I feel like Chopper, again, He's trying to stop his ad, but he's going about it trying to get through to him. Yeah, which... and he, you can't get through to him. <laughs> mm. He's evil. He's evil. There's no getting through to him. <laughs> oh, wow. You, you, really? You just think he's evil? There's no getting through to him? Absolutely! Are you kidding me? Like, I, I'm pretty damn sure he killed his brother. Okay? And, <laughs> like, he tried to kill um his his brother's wife after the fact, and now he's been trying to kill his nephew. I mean... I'm pretty sure that means he's evil. And there's no getting through to him. There's no, I'm sorry. I, I did, I, I just, I was just jealous. No, that's not a thing that's going to happen. <laughs> there's okay. no redemption arc. I'm sorry. There's like a couple episodes left. That's not happening. Fair. <laughs> yeah, but we see that Chopper is still trying to, Chopper still, I think, wants the perfect, like, little life with, like, his dad being nice and, you know, yeah, no, being no. able to talk with Nung without his dad being mad or Nung being mad or Tanya being mad or anyone being mad, really. Not gonna happen. No. Chopper's like, what else do you want from him? What are you gonna, like, what else do you need from him? And Kit says, tell him to give everything to me. What kind of entitled motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. And Chopper called him out on that. Yeah. Like, Chopper very much is more like, He's more just, like, calling him out and being like, stop being an asshole, quit the shit, like, be a dad I can be proud of. Because right now he's not, obviously. Oh, obviously, yeah. Yeah. And then Kip brings up Ben. I was like, poor move. He's gonna kill you if, if you do something to Ben. <laughs> like, he loves Ben. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, you know, I your friend may have overheard me talking about Nung. So how close are you two? And Chopper immediately says, no, we're not that close. Okay, which, which is, is I think, a very... Is it smart? Yes. But I worry that if it's like... Okay. I worry that him saying it's not smart makes his father go, okay, cool. No connections to you then. Sweet. I'll just go kill him then. <laughs> no, I think it's smart because that way Kit then reveals. He's like, so I think you overheard someone with Nung. So I... 
I don't think he would have told him if he knew he was close. Like, if he says, yeah, we're close, like, I actually like him, he would have been like, okay. He, I think he I still would have done something to him, regardless. Like, I don't think he cares that much about Chopper and his feelings to not do that. So I think it's smart that he was, because now Chopper was able to get the information out of Kit by saying, like, too. what he, because now Kit knows, Ben knows, and Chopper knows, Kit knows, Ben knows, and Chopper can tell Ben that he knows, that Kit knows, that he knows, and we can do all that knows stuff. <laughs> they don't know that we know they know we know. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I was going for. I was going to say that. <laughs> no, yeah, I, that makes a lot of sense, because we've seen Kit in the past, like, discard um, Chopper's feelings when he's like, I don't want to run the business, and he goes, don't worry, I'll make sure you do. Like, no, no, listen to me. <laughs> I don't want to run the business. <laughs> like, it's very much so that he does not give a fuck about his son's feelings. So that's a very good yeah. point. So it's good that he didn't say anything. Yeah. Um, and Kit asks, he's like, you didn't tell him anything about me, have you? And Chopper's like, why would I tell him that? Like, tell him that you try to kill your own family? Like, do you think I want to be proud to have a father who's greedy like this? You think I would just walk up to someone and go, hey, guess what my life is like? <laughs> <laughs> my father's a murderer. <laughs> And then Kit slaps him. Bitch. No. No, 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 no. Mad. Anger. No. I don't like that. It's scary how little Kit felt after that. Like, he didn't even, like, he wasn't like, oh, shit, I just did that. It was just, like, a slap. And then you see him, like, he doesn't crack. He's like. He doesn't give a fuck. His face, his facial expression does not change. No. My God. Yeah. Mm-mm. He gotta go. And you and you're like, oh, you think he's evil? Yeah. Bruh. <laughs> I was trying to play devil's advocate. I was trying to throw you off a little bit, but I'm like, I, but I forgot about all the stuff you know, and I'm like, oh, at this point it's kinda like out the window. Truly devil's advocate. Truly. <laughs> I, I I tried, um, a little bit. I, mm. I I'm trying to keep some mystery in this, but obviously you kinda know that kid's not yeah. great. No no. Yeah, and then as Chopper walks away, he says, I don't know what your friend Ben means to you. But you know that I will never let anyone get in my way. Oh my god, protect Ben. Protect Ben. Protect Ben. <laughs> we need bodyguards around Ben. Tables. I know. We need body <laughs> we need bodyguards around Ben. Stat. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ben. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was calling him a little twat. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, Ben. So then at prison. Um, Nung Bizasnan. At prison. <laughs> yeah, at prison. In jail, so whatever you want to call it. Nung talks on the phone things with Nan. Mm. And he immediately says, I don't believe that you would ever hurt my family. I don't, I'm not worried Absolutely, about Absolutely, yeah. All. He's like, no, of course you're innocent. I'm not, yeah, no, hell no. Which I, I, I do really love that. Oh, I love uh, that. Absolutely. It's so because, good. like, th- I mean, I guess like he it could have been something that he was worried about like oh what if they think i did try to kill them but the fact that he gets that reassurance of no i swear to god i know you would never hurt my family because i know your son would also never hurt my family because i've spent time with him and you've Mm -hmm. also been with us for years and i there's no way i love that he got that reassurance it probably made him feel a shit ton better even though he's in prison Mm. so not asked about Palm and where he is, and Nung says he's in hiding because the police are looking for him. Mm. You think he's in hiding because you told him to go into hiding, but did he listen? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And Nung essentially assures Nung that he will find a way to sort everything out, and he will get him out of there. Good. Yes. I don't like Nung, but that's okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. He's not my... He's not my favorite, but, like, he doesn't deserve to be in prison. Again, a lot of the, you know, non-issue things, we, so far, we haven't really had any, though, they're more of sympathy for him about getting framed and the whole backstory with taking care of Palm when he was sick and dying as a child. Exactly. So, like, we've we've learned more about his, like, we sympathize with him more, I feel like. Yes, sympathize, definitely. Yes. So then Nung returns to his little space that his dad was going to make for him and that one building yeah the big, the big building where they had the roof moments yeah which he thinks about well they're not in the roof right now they're in the actual room no yeah they're in the actual room but yeah doesn't he have a flashback of the 
roof. He flashed back to the roof, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and flashed back to those times with Tom. Um, flashed back to a conversation with Ma'am, who tells him that you two will be going through so many things in the future. Hold your hands and go through them together. Ugh. Please don't leave Palm. Ugh. Why did she have to die? <sighs> Not fair. But then someone comes in from behind him. Bitch, we know. We know who this is. Come on. Yeah, come on. yeah that's not really much of a shock. It's Bomb! It's Bomb! I was like, nah. Because the, throughout this whole episode, I was like, where the fuck is he? Because there's no way. There's no way that he would just leave him to go back on his own and be like, okay, I guess I'll go into hiding like he told me to. No, he loves him way too much. I was hmm. like, there's absolutely no fucking way. And when it showed all the like flashbacks of he was there the whole time, I was like, I knew it. <laughs> I knew this yeah. bitch would do that. <laughs> so Palm asks Nung, and he's like, "What? why did you leave me? And Nung's like, I explained everything in the note. And Palm's like, I know, but I want to hear it from you. I want to hear it from your mouth. I need you to say it to my face. <laughs> yeah. And Nung says he's sorry. Like, he doesn't want to trouble you anymore like look at what happened to your mom and dad mm. like and he's at this point he's like crying kind of screaming a little bit like he wanted palm to go have his own life and then palm says you are my life you are my life <laughs> and nung says like i have my own bodyguards now i can give you money and you can start a new life and not ever come back and palm's kind of like are you trying to get rid of me by paying me like is that what you're doing that wasn't the right thing to say for sure i was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. no <laughs> yeah don't pay him off um and palm says like the time we spent together did that mean nothing to you and i was like no it meant everything to me it was the best time of my life but and i want you to be able to stay alive and happy to keep having those moments yeah he loves him so much that he would rather him be alive and not with him than dead and with him you know yeah yeah, and he even says, like, as long as you stay with me, you will get killed one day. Oh. Oof. Ow. Yeah. And he was like, I don't give a fuck, you know, if we die, if I die, we're dying together. <laughs> yeah. If we live, we live together. If we die, we die together. Oh, my God. I love that. And then they hug. And they hug. <laughs> and then, yeah. so, but we we don't see it until, like, later, do we? That or... No, that's at the end. That's at the end. Ah. That's at the end. Nice try. That's at the end. Motherfucker. Um, so they pull up on the motorcycle in a little garage area. And Nung asks Palm, like, how long have you been here? And he says, two weeks. He rented this place so he could sneak around. and Continuously sneak them. around. Yeah, he was, like, sneaking around, spying on him the whole time. Just making sure. Yes. He was He was technically, he was bodyguarding from afar. He was. He was, he was a secret bodyguard. He was the secret bodyguard. He had bodyguards and then he had a secret bodyguard. <laughs> yeah. Double the protection. Double the fun. <laughs> yeah. And then Nung's like, do you know how dangerous that is to like be sneaking around like that? Do you know how dangerous it is to leave me? <laughs> yeah. And Nung again says like he had other bodyguard and shit. And Palm's like, yeah, but I don't think anyone can take good of care of you as I can. None of them are me. <laughs> yeah. But Nung's like, seriously, like, I don't know what Uncle Kid is planning, but it's something bad. Like, he if he finds out you're here, he could kill you or hurt Nan, maybe. Like, everything's on the line. Everything. Everything. But they love each other. They can't stay away. Yeah. Goddamn. Love is powerful. Yeah. And then Nung tries to leave, but Pum's like, where are you going? And he's like, back home. And he's like, can you stay with me for the night? <laughs> and Nung eventually caves and he's like, fine, I'll stay with you. I'm so glad they got to be together again. They were just like laying there, you know, cute and yeah. shit. They needed that. They really needed each other and like because they haven't had each other for a couple weeks. So I think that probably made them both feel a lot better about the whole situation. Hmm. Um so they are in bed that night and they're kind of just thinking about everything. And then they start talking about how much Palm is his mom. And Nung says, like, for me, your mom was the only witness to know that our love was real. Oh, true. 
And Palm says that my mom gave me the courage to love you. Nung to oh. confess that. And Nung's like, me too. Why is she dead? I don't want her to be dead. Makes me sad. And then Palm asks, like, since we're no longer on the island, are you still my boyfriend? Duh. And Nung says, that depends on your heart. Where's your heart right now? Don, the island is here. And Palm says, it's right here. And draws a little heart over Nung's heart. And Nung says, well, that means that no matter where you are, you're my boyfriend. Oh my god. <laughs> I love them! <laughs> and then Palm takes out the sun bracelet. Oh, good. Thank god he gets that back. Yeah, and he says, this time, don't throw it away. Yeah. For real? Stop. Like, like I gave this to you, you keep it, okay? Even if you leave, like, mm. you keep it. <laughs> and Nung says, I will never take it off again. Good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And they start wondering about what's going to happen in the future. And they kind of just fall asleep that night. But then. But then. We get a flashback. No! To hug. No! And we see someone... Looks like taking pictures of them a little bit. Can people stop taking pictures of BL couples <laughs> hugging? I know this is a completely different situation, but... <laughs> yeah, this is a very different situation. But what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And that's where the episode ends. Good God. Yes. So, MVP for this episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Three, <laughs> two, one. None. Obviously, he got the BDE. BDE. Like, I feel like that's all we can say, really. Just BDE. Like, sums up perfectly. As a lesbian, I love me some BDE. <laughs> it's so good. I strive for BDE. <laughs> Everyone needs BDE in their life. Very true. I fucking need that, man. I need to walk around like I own the place, you know? Honestly, <laughs> I need, like, bodyguards to back me up and, like, just walk around with, like, a leather Fully. jacket and be like, hey. Oh, hey, my I'll God. No, up. when I saw the leather jacket, I was like, oh, shit's different. Yeah. Something is different here. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you're great for last week. Did I? Yeah, you... Was that, was that sarcasm? What? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said I did great. Fuck. Never mind. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was all excited. I said, you're great for last week. <laughs> and then you're like, I did? I'm like, yeah, you did take a great, remember? Uh, I thought you said you did great. And I was like, really? No. Um. So the first one was memories. And you said Nung remembers his mom. It was Nung remembering Palm. But I, so I gave you half points for that. It was Nung remembering something. Yes. Okay. Next was hallucinations, question mark. And you said Palm hallucinates his mom. That was wrong. It was mainly Nung hallucinating Palm. Or thinking he sees Palm around everywhere. Yeah. So that's wrong. And then I said getting called out. I was specifically talking about Nung calling out Chopper. Oh, you were specific. But ever, a lot of people get called out. I well, But I did include a quote, are you happy to see me? Because I thought you would be disappointed. And he says that specifically to Chopper. You're right. Fuck, I forgot yeah. about that. Oh, okay. So again, I gave you half points for getting Nung right. Nung calling someone out. Half yeah, points for that. Right. Next was begging for forgiveness. You said Kit, and that was wrong. It was Poom. I did not think Poom was going to do that. I was out of left field, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then last was BDE. You said Nung. That was correct. Yay, I got, I got one full point and then two half points. I got two points. So you got two points. Yay. Yeah, pretty good. Better than usual. Okay. Alright. So we got... Okay, so this one's a little weird for vibes, but they're fun vibes. Isn't it penultimate episode? <gasps> yes! Yeah. Episode Ep oh, oh. The, the dreaded episode 11. <laughs> yes. So the first one mm. is actually two vibes oh. with one vibe. It's kidnapped times two. Ah, kidnapped times two. Yeah, so there are two different instances of two different people getting kidnapped. So name the two people. You'll get a oh. point for each person, really. So I'm going to say Ben is one of them. Because I know Chopper's father 
is curious about what Ben knows and that he overheard okay. something. Um, Tom? That one's a shot in the dark. The second one's a shot in the dark, but I'm, I feel like I'm pretty confident with Ben. Okay. Next is a proposition. Proposition? Yes. Who gives who a proposition? Shit. Um, proposition. Does it have to do with the kidnapping? <laughs> yes. Yes, okay. So I'm- <laughs> Well, okay, okay. It has something to do with one of the kidnappings. I can deal with that. I'm going to say that Nung propositions Kit to try and get a kidnapped individual back. Which one? I don't know. But <laughs> that's my bad guess. <laughs> I, I have okay. no idea for that one. I don't. <laughs> Next is a quote. Okay. Shoot me. Motherfucker. <laughs> this is about to get hella dark. More. I mean, it's already dark, but like... Just wait for the next vibe. Any K-pop fans in the audience? You like that Day 6 song? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you, should listen to Day- you should listen to Shoot Me by Day 6. It's great. <laughs> uh, what? I, what? Shoot Me by Day 6. Awesome song. <laughs> oh, I have not heard that. It's a great song. It's on It's on one of my top K-pop songs of all time list. Ooh. Beautiful song. So good. Makes you want to like it's like it's like um a rock song so it like makes you want to headbang. Ooh, fun. Yeah, fucking good. Um, okay, so shoot me. I'm, I'm guessing it's not about K-pop. Um, <laughs> okay, so was there any context to shoot me or is it just shoot me? It's a it's a quote. Who says it's it? Well, I'm sure it's a quote. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go out of left field, but also feel like because it would have been uh, this might be an interesting story arc. I feel like it would happen in the finale if it was, but it's okay. Uh. I'm going to say Chopper says that maybe to his dad. Like, if he's, like, rescuing Chopper. Ben or something like that. And then he can be, like, he could be standing in between them and go, go ahead, shoot me. If you can. Ooh. Like, I'm your son, you know? Like, so do you want to? Go ahead, shoot me. I don't care anymore. I'm done. I'm done being pushed around by you kind of thing. Okay. So the last vibe is a three vibe, sort of. Goodness. It's... <laughs> so I labeled it as a three by three. And... By that, I mean three people point a gun at three other people in this episode. At least that's what I saw when I skimmed through the episode. Pointing a gun at three people. So none of these people cross over? Um, kind of, n- No. Some do. Actually, no, wait, hang on. No, someone. The three people pointing the gun are all different. I'll say that much. Yes. Okay. The three people pointing the gun are all different. Yes. And they're all in different circumstances, I guess. Like they're all different scenes, different, like about like different vibes, really. What the so... fuck is going on in this show? I thought there was like one continual storyline, and now there's three different circumstances that people are pointing guns in. Um. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. No, different people, different things. You know. So you get really many guesses, so feel free to stake your claim. Okay, I'm going to guess, how about this? Can I guess the three people pointing the gun? Yes, but do you want to guess who it is as well? Who they're pointing the gun at? Will I be deducted? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> here, here, how about this? How about this? You, you'll get a half point for everything you get right. Okay, I'll take so that. There's, so you get six... Well, yeah, three points in total, but you can earn up to... Up yeah. to six. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say that, in accordance with my last guess, um, that Kit is pointing a gun at Chopper. I kind of want to say he's pointing a gun at Nung, but if no one crosses over in the pointing, then it wouldn't work. Um, okay. And if it's Nung, I'm going to fucking shoot myself if you don't want to. Um... Who else would be pointing a gun? Um, is non pointing a gun at non? Yeah, Kit. Non in jail. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm wondering if maybe he gets out of jail. Uh, okay. Hopefully, 
and then and then is like, give me my Sunday. No, you know what? Fuck that. No. <laughs> okay. Because you, really your, your immediate reaction was, in, you mean the one in jail? So, like, I don't think it is. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to say Nung pointing one at Kit, maybe. Maybe he's like, no, I've got the gun now. I'm going to be the badass. Like, he's going to rescue Palm or something. Yeah. 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 Okay. And what the fuck could this last one be? I don't even know what this last one could be, bro. Like, this is like. I don't know. Like, who else is there? I will give you a hint. Think something crazy. Something crazy? Think something you wouldn't expect. Maggie pointing a gun at Palm. <laughs> That's something I wouldn't expect. <laughs> I would, but I wouldn't. Think something you wouldn't expect within the realm of reality. <laughs> you fucking said <laughs> something crazy. I am so trying I'm... to help you really hard here. And fuck. Yeah. Um in the realm of reality. Ah. No. I'm trying to help you, but I can't do it without spoiling it, so I'm kinda of fucked. I have something crazy. I have something okay, what? crazy. Okay, how crazy is it? It's pretty crazy. Okay, give me the crazy. I'm, tr I'm trying to decide who's pointing and who's shooting. And who's receiving them. <laughs> um, Nung points a gun at Palm. Okay. I'm gonna say that. Because that's, that's crazy. But I feel like in a crazy show where like everybody's pointing guns at everyone, I feel like that yeah. could be an option. Okay. We got your vibes, locking them in. All set for next week. Oh, gracious. I don't know how Great. this is going to go. <laughs> so, that was our recap of Never Let Me Go, episode 10. Join us next week where we'll be recapping episode 11 of Never yeah. Let Me Go, the penultimate episode. Oh my god, not episode 11. <laughs> that was episode 11. Oh dear. Yes. So, we will see you all then. See you then. Bye everyone. Bye.